And sure. do, do you have any questions before we jump in? No, I figure let's have a chat, you know, and uh, yeah. see how it goes. You yeah. know, I'm trying to relax. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I'm not, not good at relaxing, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should, I mean, hopefully it'll be fun. De- definitely no need to it stress, just, yeah. No, relax. no. It actually goes to the point of Blake, what we're talking about. So we'll get Yeah, I'm excited. I'm <laughs> excited to get into it. This is 10 out of 10, a show where we talk about things that are 10 out of 10 things. This is 10 out of 10. I'm Joseph Maxwell. Joining me today is writer and comedian Tesh Ekman. How are you doing today, Tesh? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I am definitely a writer. I, I, I would call myself a writer who's sometimes funny and hangs out <laughs> on the fringes. You are an official, you're officially, you account as a comedian because I've seen you do comedy. You've done, you've been in a sketch comedy show, so... That's fair. Yeah, if that's all it takes, then yeah, give me the title. Yeah, Fine. you you're just as deserving as every other comedian out there, I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, today uh, we're going to be talking about stories, which is a very broad topic. So I think we'll have a lot to to discuss here. Um, but first, I just wanted to kick it right to you, Tesh, and we can get into it. And like, why do you love stories? Well, you know, it's one thing. So yeah. Like, recently realize you get older right and you know get more self-reflective and shit mm-hmm. it's become apparent that everything's a story and uh no matter how you try to cut it it's a narrative or a story and it made me think of like when i was a kid i loved stories when mm-hmm. i was a kid uh books right um i grew up in england so man i was exposed to people like Roald Dahl at a very early age like mm-hmm. his autobiography boy and well, the guy grew up in India, so I'm like, you know, it's like, you know, even Rudyard Kipling, and these guys turned out not to be such great guys with some of their views, obviously, but like, it was, we, we, just the imagination that opened mm-hmm. up, you know, and, you know, the escapism. And I was one of those kids who just flocked to books of all different kinds. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, I'm glad I did. And it just made me think of how stories were so cool when you're a kid, right? And yeah like tv shows movies they're all stories and then you're a kid you're enjoying the fuck out of them like like listen i watched night rider as a kid and i fucking absolutely loved it and mm-hmm. this was like probably 10 years ago i went back to rewatch it because you know how like all these streaming channels are getting all these shows like nostalgia yeah. is just fucking killing right <laughs> yeah um well i went back and watched night rider it was fucking unwatchable right really? <laughs> so yeah like but the 80s 18- Still kind of held up. I'm not gonna lie, but fucking Night Rider did not. It's like, That's oh so yeah, is, that, that was definitely more of a kid show than anything else. Like, is that, you know is that I mean? the, yeah? Is that the one with the talking car? Indeed, Kit. Yeah, yeah. And Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I had a Kit radio control car when I was a kid, and that shit was great. I'd set up <laughs> ramps with video cassettes and just fucking go to. Yeah, that's that, my toys didn't last long. I was, I was, I, I was curious I, to see, see yeah. how far I. Could. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you had some uh some stories you were telling about the <laughs> the different things the car would be doing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 
wasn't good. And obviously the car was broken very quickly because things, plasticky things from the 80s don't enjoy gravity from a certain level. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so to speak. But look, all these TV shows, and, look, and it wasn't just that. It wasn't just like reading, but it was... Det- it, it's two ways, right? Reading and telling, but like, yeah, mm. l- like a lot of kids have played with Legos, right? I've yeah. played with Legos a lot. And it wasn't just putting them together. It, 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 I would, I would argue with anyone. I bet, I, I would bet any, anything that there was a story behind every fucking spaceship or house <laughs> yeah. or like anything you built out of Legos, it was a fucking story. Cause I always build spaceships, right? A lot. And you better believe that spaceship had a backstory right like and then <laughs> the pilot of the spaceship with the sweet fucking beatles do like a haircut uh, was obviously had a story and uh and so did his co-pilot and etc mm-hmm. and then the other spaceship definitely had a story and there was a story behind why they were fighting and <laughs> were smashing them into each other until they had to rebuild them again all over again and do it again and like again yeah you get it you remember that shit? Like, yeah, oh, you don't remember that shit, man. Well, I mean, Lego. I mean, Legos have been around a long time, so yeah. uh, anything I, like that. Yeah. yeah, I used to. I used to love just like either. I mean, either by myself, just kind of pretending that all my toys were alive. You know, I I grew up. Yeah. Big, I I grew up yeah. with Toy Story, so like everything for me was like everything is alive. Like you know, everything mm-hmm. has a, everything has a story, and just like I mean, just thinking about the imagination aspect that I think I'm trying to recapture now as an adult, just the ability to imagine whole worlds, you know? You lose that shit. You lose that shit. And here's the thing, like, when you're a kid, everything's fucking new, right? And here's Mm -hmm. one thing, reading a lot and doing stuff like that did for me. It it gave me more dots to connect as a kid with my imagination. Mm -hmm. Because your imagination is only going to go as far as, like, the dots you have as a kid, right? Yeah. If you raise a fucking box, your imagination is only going to go so far because you've been exposed to blackness, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, this is how it goes again. So whatever story we tell ourselves, but yeah. And that shit goes away somewhat because we do get caught up in like facts and figures mm-hmm. instead. Like I find, or like, you know, um, achievements and yeah. such, you know, where, and, 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 I, and it sucks. Like you lose that like childlike thing. And I noticed one thing and I, I put two and two together, why I was academically inclined, I think towards many subjects like history, economics, political science. Um, and I think it was because I looked at those things as stories. Mm-hmm. Cause he, here's one thing, like I just realized like people, there was a girl who get mad at me in political science because I would sleep through the class, not show up. She'd be studying her ass off show up for the like exams and like sleep and then like write and fuck off you know and i get an a and she'd be like <laughs> i got two points less than you what the fuck i'm like it's a story look at it as a story like but what i noticed a lot of people do with history fuck like the word story is in the goddamn fucking like subject it is, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not a coincidence whatsoever yeah like they were looking at it like trying to remember events and dates and things like that and i was looking at it as like a story mm-hmm. and those events and dates kind of fell into place in context right like mm. they just did you know that yeah. way because it was a it was part of a story and if you're just trying to remember facts and figures that, what fun is that you take the fun out of it but growing up man it, it will suck the fun out of you won't it <laughs> yeah well that's i remember because 
I, I just remember being in high school and taking history classes and just not getting anything out of it because it was like yeah. you're saying, just like all focused on these facts and there wasn't enough context. The teacher like, has a lot to do with it. The teacher yeah. has a lot to do with it as well as the student. Cause you know, these teachers read out the textbook, this happened when this happened when it's like, no one's getting any fucking yeah. thing out of it. Well, it's like, that's a disservice to the students. The teachers yeah. Doing it. Well, it's you know the teachers. I mean? It's also the curriculum. It's also the entire structure of like how school oh, so works. We, like, <laughs> yeah, we could go down a whole fucking rabbit hole, especially you and I. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot we could talk about, but <laughs> I, I just wish that I had paid closer attention in history class because now I, you know, I think this stuff was so important because one, it influences right. so much of today. Like, and, right. and there's, and there's, and like, it's just legitimately really interesting how, because these were human beings just like we, right. you know, it's the same. They're just older. But, but you don't have to look any further than Hollywood to know these were interesting stories. Because mm -hmm. they're making movies about this shit time in, time out. And yeah. people act surprised, like, this happened? I'm like, yeah, it happened. I was in fucking sitting in class next to you and we talked about it, you dick. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it, but because it wasn't told as a story or they didn't take it as a story, mm -hmm. they think these are events that were, oh, my God, they were so clever. I'm like, no, they're not. I'm totally learned about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of thing. They're interesting. <laughs> like, you know, but look at Saving Private Ryan about, you know, they put a little narrative behind it, but, you know, that's a World War II movie and I have a lot of uh facts and you know facts in there from history class yeah it will i mean there's so many so much of i don't know like i, I just watched uh the deer hunter have you seen that movie i have not can you i might have can okay you give me a like, it's, quick synopsis it's a it's like a vietnam yeah, war yeah. epic uh they play russian okay. roulette that's like the big thing in the game oh, robert yeah. de niro um christopher walken john cazale mm. in his in his last role uh, I had I had seen this movie when I was a kid and like right. like I enjoyed it, but I just rewatched it and now I just understand so much more about like the context oh, and because right. it is actually filmed in Cleveland in Tremont part oh, like shit. parts That's of it no so yeah like and just like they work at a at a steel mill and just like thinking about the working class people going off to okay. war and like all of the I to, I make like, a oh yeah, it's yeah. it's like one of the best movies of all time it's oh, you know fair. it's it's a classic i have heard of it but i think it was one of those that slips through the cracks but no please go, go yeah it's but just thinking about like how me understanding a little more about the history made that such a more interesting story because like, doesn't it though it, yeah right. and, and just understanding Why do the you context think british people <laughs> british people are fucking loving the crown because they do love them do know they were history so now they're <laughs> comparing and contrasting especially like you know the early episodes the older people were going nuts because like oh i'm not sure if that's how that went down do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah so like i'm getting to the point like where i'm rewatching stuff from you know history that i remember as a kid like you said and it's like ah well, I'm different because I see things differently mm -hmm. and fuck, that's not really how it was back then. But again, if people don't learn history, right, just basic lessons of what's happened in the past, like down to it, like yeah. how are we going to learn <laughs> standing up in the same place like we did? Like fucking look, I mean, it's like, look what happened last few, like, well, I, yeah, yeah, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. History is is a, a an important subject for sure, and for you know many reasons. Um, but I do want yeah. to talk about you know uh, some other things too, because um, I know you mentioned kind of uh, having stories in your head 
Uh, did you ever tell stories to people? Did you ever write them down as a kid? I know like for me, I would constantly be telling my parents stories. They probably got super bored of me because I would just like right. tell them about like the world in my head. But uh, did you yeah. ever like tell stories to people as, as a kid? I, I think I quickly found out that the rejection got to me. So I just tell them to myself. So I yeah. went, went through writing them down more mm-hmm. or just thinking them through more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was wonderful. It was such a good time, Joseph. Like you remember, it was some of, it was some of the most fun times. You know what yeah. I mean? Like but that, like, and then, you know, you involve, get bored and involve something like Legos and project or you know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Something or you draw or you write whatever right it comes out like that you i don't know about you but i felt free in that moment despite mm-hmm. everything i had a lot of shit going on as a child like most a lot of people do you know like that should be hey fair enough like man i felt free like I yeah those times and then you know and i grew up and i forgot how to do that I <laughs> yeah think, because well, of the stories i told myself mm-hmm. you know <laughs> well it's such a it's such an escape um, you know like there's there's so much ahead, that, yeah there's there, it's such an escape in a way that you can't escape in the same way if you're watching a tv show like because you, you, i don't know there's just more that it's more uh all-encompassing when you're in your head like you you have every yeah. part of it. it it's yeah it's a really it's powerful all the five thing. senses yeah like if you imagine like i remember like as a kid your imagination so vivid you can smell smells you know what mm-hmm. i mean like uh it's weird that way isn't it but that's how it goes like you could feel it you can really feel it like you're in touch with shit as a kid but then we get jaded don't we shit happens to us yeah well that's what like i try it now at least (laughs) (laughs) yeah these days these days i've been trying to like as i'm falling asleep or uh like close to bedtime kind of that's a good like when i don't have anything else to do i'll just try to sit there and just like just think about like I fantasize, I guess, but just more to like get out of like the real world. Cause I, it's so funny. Like I try to escape the world sometimes by watching TV or like, you know, just playing video games or scrolling through my phone. But like, that is just more it's world. It's like more world. <laughs> so, and it's about relaxing, right? Mm-hmm. Like there has been many times when I think I've been relaxing when I'm just really, even when if I'm not scrolling, like doom scrolling or whatever like that, but when I'm just thinking myself into fucking corners and yeah. I'm not really relaxing, I'm watching the show. I'm understanding the show. I enjoying it. No, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. And, and I found big, big thing again, it goes back to the priest. We tell ourselves, make up who we are and our actions, right? Like we make up stories of we are like, that's our sense of self. So like, I try to tell myself a different story now and it's almost, it is ridiculous as it sounds. I have to tell myself a story where I have to give myself permission to relax, mm-hmm. like, and tell myself. Well, I, I, sometimes I've done that out loud, maybe. Um, but uh, like, like, hey, the world's not falling apart. Like, you can relax. Go yeah. fucking watch five episodes and fucking enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And it's such a different experience. Like, and I'll tell you what happens. I get bored myself and i'm actually more productive on those days <laughs> like it's just how it goes this is the story i told myself about what the situation was yeah like from a mental health perspective you know what i yeah. mean it's important well i mean all of self-perception is just made up like you tell yourself like every, everything i know about myself is things that i'm making up like i'm telling myself 100%. like all and, and the history the like, world. <laughs> yeah 
even in the outside world, you, you, that's not, I mean, you told yourself what a tree is, right? We, we all pretty much have come to some of the story of what a tree is, I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's you know, but yeah, it, I don't think I have to go into it because it's a tree, but you get the idea, like, but there's some things that, <laughs> a lot of things that we have come to consensus on as people in a society, and yeah. what things are either, you know, it, it's, it's at all different levels, but, uh, yeah man like even that same tree like i was thinking the other day like like imagine like a fucking like two boys right one has been at home and the tree is something he was sent to to get a branch off to be beat to shit with right and you got another boy who had his first kiss under this beautiful tree right Mm -hmm. and it's a great memory Man, I would argue, like, even 10, 15, 20 years later, whether on a conscious or subconscious level, based on that, the story each has told themselves about that tree is going to differ. Mm-hmm. One's going to look at that tree and maybe shudder a little bit, whether they really are the other ones. Well, depending on how it ended with that, <laughs> with that person they shared the kids with, <laughs> I look at the tree differently, or uh, also unhappily. But mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all, all changes. Like, and it's the yeah. same fucking tree at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit. It's just you know, it's just, it's just sitting there. <laughs> well, who knows? Trees might have their own stories that they that exist. I'm knows? sure they do. I'd love. I wish we could hear them. Right? They'd, yeah. they'd be like these motherfuckers keep making out underneath me. Like oh. <laughs> they who keep knows? Car- they keep carving things in me. It hurts. It fucking hurts. Like oh, they think it's romantic. <laughs> I have, it's it's like fucking porn all the time i hate it kill me someone <laughs> chop me down suicidal trees like i'm begging for someone to chop them down how does that work i, I don't know i don't think it's like, well... <laughs> what's the story they tell themselves like during a thunderstorm they're like yes lightning please come on it's like come on hit me uh, this, this went too far let's get back let's uh, yeah well far. back to it i i think yeah, what i was i what i was thinking like I mean, everything you see, everything you experience, everything everyone experiences is completely through their lens. Like you can't, Absolutely. you can't, you, there is no objective thought. No. Like, I mean, obviously there are facts that exist and, but the way 100%. the interpretation and everything, it, so much, like everybody lives in their own head. There's just, a, there's always a barrier between you and the outside world. Absolutely. And you can see it in, 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 you know, personal things like that. And you can see it in relationships and how, you know, either partner is, or if they told themselves about what a relationship is. And man, I've been in situations where that's not matched up well and mm. it's not gone well. Yeah. And it just, uh, and it can change your entire story or, you know, mm-hmm. because of the situation you're in. Because your perception changes, like you're very on guard. And they are too. And like that creates a different perception. Like you both just become assholes basically. <laughs> right? because, and it sucks. And then you look on a larger societal scale, like people didn't have their story straight about what the world was or the fear level was so high that they believe conspiracies like QAnon. Yeah. Like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, like, and, and these are everyday fucking people. Well, so he thought, right? Like mm-hmm. you see how deep it goes. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous time like because and that's the thing um it, it, ourselves with just the stories we tell ourselves we are yeah. and it, it's it's strange and you do see some folks like trying to change that story that narrative right 
and <laughs> but sometimes it comes off wrong right it's like because you who did you have that uh, person in northwest of the u.s um rachel something and she pretended to be a black woman oh yeah dolezal or, something I, like that those yes yes like and that. i'm like that's crossing the line right but mm -hmm. she like she she went way too far but the story she was telling her telling it to herself so well that she pulled it off with a lot of other people yeah yeah it's bizarre <laughs> that was nuts. yeah well i think now especially there's just so much information that people get very overloaded with all of the like trying to parse it and figure out what's true i'm it's yeah. tough i mean it's got yeah. like if people yeah. are vulnerable to to being well because i think a lot of it like i don't know much i don't know many specifics about QAnon. like i know a little bit about it but it sounds like it seems like for these people it's almost like a mythology like it's something that they need in their lives in order to yeah, like oh yeah they need to believe that the world isn't completely broken so that's like it's they completely delude themselves into believing it but like i think a lot yeah. of these people are coming from a place it's of hope. just vulnerability for them it's hope yeah it is but for them it looks like hope you yeah know what I mean? but they're <laughs> like, being so so like, manipulated and it's like it's heartbreaking that yeah, I, I don't i don't know yeah i don't know anyone who actually like believes that stuff but um like oh. most like most of the conspiracy yeah, theory things that i uh i have friends who like um talk about some conspiracy theories but it's usually it's like ufos and stuff like that which i kind of believe in so <laughs> that's i mean that's another story oh. yeah yeah that, that is and i think there's merit to that and i, I am probably in your camp in terms of like how that's going down and uh yeah man and it's you know, what was it? You know, it's funny you say this, you know, we, we talk about this QAnon thing, but let's talk about another story that actually got people really right. Do you remember it happened on the radio? They did War of the Worlds on the yeah, radio and people actually Wells. thought it was real. Mm -hmm. Fuck me. Like H.G. <laughs> Wells, right? Well, Orson, so H.G. Wells wrote War of the Worlds. Orson Welles was is the one who read it on the radio Fuck off with his deep voice with his deep ass creepy yeah. voice too yeah cool. unless unless I've, I've never heard it i've just read the story about it oh, that's impressive okay that bet, i bet that now i have great. to make sure because if i'm uh if i'm wrong then it'll be very disappointing to you but oh. yeah yes here hey, we go if, if, if it was a wells and wells production i'd love it Love yes, it. 1938 broadcast orson wells i'm gonna i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have yeah. to look up the audio but yeah 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 people believe it of course of <laughs> course yeah they're, they're hearing it on the radio as if it's happening so <laughs> and remember back then tvs weren't prevalent if at all commercial or residential and like radio was a source of the outside world and the only connection to the outside world other than telephone calls to yeah. friends and even it was like you yelled down that talking thing to be heard you did long distance yeah uh, yeah it it is. I mean, I think there is. I do love audio, just pure audio. It's amazing that it's lasted this long. Like TV's been around for a while, but there's the radio like shows no signs of stopping, which is like really cool. I mean, I, I like I listen to NPR or I'll watch like, or listen to basketball games or just listen to like podcasts. It's so cool that because I think that's yeah. it's a really intimate way to express a story because you you don't have the distraction of the visual like it's it's in your head a little more so it, right. it's well 
like reading that proverbial book and you can make up your world. How many times have you enjoyed reading a book before seeing the movie to see how your world compared to that fucking yeah. actual production world? You know what I mean? It's a fun game, isn't it? You know? mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure everyone's done it. Everyone has to have done of it at some point with some book and some movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, even if it was Bridget Jones' Diary. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never seen it or read it. Is it's, it, it's, it's not it's not a bad movie really it's, it's, no it's not bad movie. <laughs> i'm trying to think of other like not british really british things that uh i mean did you did you ever watch the beatles movies like help or hard day's night no i didn't so here's what did happen though was um uh a, a singer called cliff richard who was kind of like a Beach Boysy, Beatlesy kind of, and it was he he produced like was in a movie called The Young Ones, so he was mm. like super popular. Like that was a super so they're like on a European tour and like mm-hmm. you know, fucking you know, it's very stereotypical type movie, you know, mm-hmm. that, in that sense. A lot of beach stops, you know, a lot of parties, a lot of singing randomly like nice. a lot of Bollywood movies do. Mm. So yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> nice. Like I, I wish they would like, here's the thing, they don't teach religion in schools here, right? But there's so many cool stories. And I'm mm-hmm. very lucky to have been exposed to some Indian, like, you know, this big saga folk tales, like, you know, the story of Diwali and, mm-hmm. you know, Mahabharata and all that shit. There's a lot of cool stories in yeah. there. And, you know, I'm, it, it, it was just more information again like holy shit we have animal gods that's pretty fucking cool one's a monkey i like that one like that kind of went down for me you know as i was processing it as a kid yeah and like you know and like here's the thing like having that multiculturalism so i grew up around the slot sticker right in my household there's a religious symbol so the story mm. i'm telling myself about what the slot sticker is was quite different than what maybe a jewish friend would tell themselves yeah. right like, wow. it, like it's not like we hung it in the middle of the room or anything, but it was subtly around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. But one day, right? We're th- like this is in England in the eighties. We're throwing a religious ceremony. We live in this apartment building, and um, my mother has painted red swat stickers on our doorstep. Oh my God, <laughs> no. Yeah. So we have at the time these lovely Scottish older neighbors upstairs, Marianne and Ron. Right? Ron's an Englishman, but Marianne. Scottish as fuck, right? <laughs> and we're in England, so so we're in the middle of the ceremony, right? You got the priest over and friends and singing and all that stuff, like flowers getting thrown around, whatever, right? <laughs> oh, oh, the witchcraft thing with the stage burning is much like Hinduism, but some of our ceremonies really? not combined. It's a lot of <laughs> lighting shit, um, <laughs> but uh, as there should be, you think yeah, about it. Like, of course, like yeah, it makes sense. But anyway, so fucking knock on the door, frantic one, right? And it's Marianne. And she's like, oh, what happened? Did someone fuck with you? Like, all that, you know, a very bro Scottish accent. Like, she's panicked. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to attempt to do it because I sound stupid. But she, she was panicked. So my mother had to, like, I was standing there. And I just remember my mother, no, 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 Marianne, we're doing a, like, a religious thing. It's just that that's, we did that. We did that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That stuck with me. That shit stuck with me. Do you know I, what I mean? Like I that bet. story fucking stuck. And it's just funny to me now, right? It's like mm-hmm. like here's the thing, like and not that I would, but it 
I could very easily take a stance, like when we're, t- we're talking about stories. And why a lot of them, they can get twisted too, right? Especially mm-hmm. personally. We can screw ourselves, imposter syndrome, this, that. So yeah. all the stories we tell ourselves. But like, I could have easily been a dick, right? And like, and not used empathy. Because here's what empathy is, like having your story and understanding the other person's story as well. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's reconciling conflicting stories is where mm-hmm. empathy comes in. Like mm-hmm. to a degree, right? So some fucking stories you just do not reconcile. Like <laughs> you know, it's like no, yeah. you're a serial killer, and you want me to come over. I'm a, a, no, I need to get no. Like no, yeah, like yeah, you're oh, your family friend, and but you're snow. Oh, that's fine, but I don't want to be eaten. You know that kind of thing. Sure, um, but I could easily tell myself a story about one of those stubborn dicks. That hey, the swat stickers from my culture. I'm allowed to get a tattoo of one. <laughs> please don't please don't do it that no way. i'm not but I could be, that's why i preface but i could be one of those dicks i know and, but but here's what i did like while in the story i was telling myself because it is from my culture and look and i'm shutting out something here aren't i like but you know in the story i'm telling myself it's like perfect place my culture means prosperity it means a lot of great yeah. things like but here's what i'm not done is used empathy and real and said to myself well, dickhead, there's Jewish people out there, and you know there's Jewish people out there. And to them, it means something very different, right? Mm-hmm. And your story, while, yeah, okay, you could you could sell it, it doesn't override that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So no, I would not be getting a tattoo of a SWAT sticker, but you know what I you know, <laughs> considered it, but I always wondered that. It's like, hey, you know, you know, and a joke, I'm like, I could if I wanted, like, and I could justify it. Like, yeah. you know, it's such a stupid thing to say. I know it is. So please don't, like, think I'm saying it. But it, <laughs> it, it goes to show you the power of stories and how they yeah. can go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it is very, it's, easy to do. It's, it's important to definitely have the empathy to know what things mean to other people. Um, so, yeah, but it hasn't happened recently so much, has it? Holy shit. Well, of course. Yeah, of course not. Uh, well, I think with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be Absolutely. right back in a second. the light in this room oh yeah it changes colors and it can do Whoa. all kinds of things that's sweet yeah i programmed this one really so you can keep it color and dim and it dances to music and everything it's that's super cool. cool yeah it's it changes the room without me having to do anything but press buttons on my phone and yeah you can change the whole vibe like pretty easily so and i have different lighting and shit in here so oh, i've got this place set up for a little Angry little boy like me to be calm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're recording, aren't we? Well, I didn't say anything bad. No, no, and uh, yeah, <laughs> don't worry. I'll do so. I'll definitely do some cleaning up of the audio to. No, and I'm not clear. embarrassed by anything I've said so far, as far as I can remember. No, yeah, I <laughs> usually I, I usually don't like edit anything out or anything. Just you know getting rid of some of the silence and stuff like that yeah you're a professional i get it 
I am so far from a professional. I'm nothing I know. close to that. Okay, <laughs> you're you're conscientious, and you you know whatever you know what I mean. You yeah, know I'll, you yeah, know I mean. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You care about your shit. That's true. It's got your name on it, man. It, yeah. You better be, no. <laughs> <laughs> My name is yeah. I'm trying to build a brand here. Not yeah. really. Not really. Not really. Fucking social media is a goddamn nightmare. I know. Like, even, even the brand building, like using it for what it's supposed to be, it's an absolute nightmare. It's so such a time suck. Yeah. And it, a spiral at times because you don't know the difference sometimes between networking or you're just wasting fucking time. Like, yeah. It, it's weird. It's like, like it, I'm trying. Yeah. Go, sorry about you. It's ahead. like, it's feels predatory. Like the algorithms and everything, it's like designed yeah. to. Make you a bad narcissistic person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In a way, right? You have to think like like dickhead sometimes, like you know, like very manipulatively in order to use it for. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like. It. I think it's. I think it's dirty, but it's become a necessary evil, and I hate that fucking phrase because it always implies an excuse to put up with something that's bullshit. Yeah, and that's. I don't know how to fucking put it, so I'm a hypocrite, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we all are. Uh, well, shifting gears here <laughs> a little bit. Uh, welcome back. I don't know how much of this I'm going to keep in before uh, getting back here, but um, I, I definitely wanted to jump back into the, the, the stories discussion. Um, so I'm curious, like, what kind of I know we were talking a bit about social media, but like outside of that, you know, things like that, what kind of stories do you get into these days? Is it like mostly movies or TV shows? Or I know we've been talking about TV shows, but like what kind of stories do you like? What kind of stories do you like right now? I'll tell you what. So different different stories and stuff that like um, the show Barry on HBO is, is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And like, you know, obvious man crush on Bill Hader at this point. And it's yeah. very hard to in that sense. Like, and then, but then you look at shows like Big Mouth on Netflix. That's very cleverly written, as dirty as it is. Yeah. It's I, clever as shit. I, I will like, never, I will never, well, I've never watched Big Mouth. And that, like, I just, every time I see it, I don't want to watch it because it's too, like, it grosses me out. I'm very, like, I'm very prudish about that stuff. <laughs> But I've heard it made it's me real... uncomfortable. Yeah. It made me realize, like certain shit was for me just like I don't want to go near that for some reason. And it's like, but you know what? The way they did it was actually really, really sensitive. Mm-hmm. They were actually quite sensitive about it when it came to the kids themselves, even though they made them out to be assholes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's good storytelling. Yeah. Well, even I know it's I mean... crude. It's good storytelling, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I know it's got a lot of really great people attached oh, to it. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. I've, I've heard it's good. Um, oh, God. Uh, I don't know if I... Do I have a third? I do still... You know, I went on a kick with sci-fi fantasy lately where mm-hmm. I rewatched Star Wars and I rewatched some of the Marvel movies. Nice. And then I... Then I got into oh, the, the one I'm really into. And it happened by accident. I wasn't even thinking about this um, upcoming King Kong, Godzilla versus King Kong movie. But yeah. 
I'm into I'm into the monster movies. I think there's a phrase for them, like the monster universe or something. But yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm not gonna lie. I like the stories because it yeah. goes all through three, and then there's like yeah, there's all kinds of neat Jules Verne under underworld theory and like it's mm. not it's nutty and it's cool and it's so stupid at the same time. But you're kidding me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I love stupid. St- like sometimes stupid stuff can be the most. I don't know. I don't want to say elegant, but like, because when, when you say right. like when you say stupid, I I think it implies like two things. One is simplicity. Like monster movies are yeah. really very simple, but yeah, by their nature, being simple makes them compelling stories in a way. Absolutely, and, absolutely, yeah. And then like it's stupid. Also, is like, I mean, when something's I like watching stupid stuff because they the stakes are low in a, in a sense yeah. like it's like i don't have to worry about this like it's it's right. they just accept have, that it is what it do you is have a tendency, do you have a tendency to get into a movie that's so good and so brainy that you're not enjoying the movie you're almost like <laughs> like stressed about like do you know what i mean like, i know what you mean it, yeah it, you're not enjoying the experience for what it should be but you're looking in it like too much yeah like a lot of times when i try to watch movies that are good that i know are like people say are very good i just find myself like thinking about watching the movie too much like i'm like am i understanding this i like i don't know if i understand like i think too much about and analyzing it and it just becomes like the story becomes secondhand like the story is not as important as like the analysis of the story so it like loses a lot but with like stupid like stupid stuff it's just okay this is stupid i'm gonna enjoy watching this that's why i love the show the league it's a show about (laughs) fantasy a bunch of guys in fantasy you're just a big big nick kroll fan i I guess I, you know what? I do gravitate towards him a little bit <laughs> and like hater and like I do like dark humor and yeah. and that tracks with the person I am, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but listen, like even this podcast, like so that you not the, the 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 event of you not being able to enjoy that movie that way from some process of overthinking, like <laughs> that goes on the story you're telling yourself about the movie instead yeah. of looking at it as like, hey, this is just a movie my friend told me about that I'm going to enjoy for what it is. Mm-hmm. You're like, my friend told me this was good, so I really got to pay attention to it. Yeah. And so listen, listen to the story I told myself about this podcast because I was fucking it up, right? I was getting <laughs> nervous. First time I've ever done a podcast, right? And I'm talking about something I love. And so like by virtue of that, this is supposed to be fun, right? This is exactly yeah. what it's supposed to be. Yeah. A, pl- a platform to fe- for people to feel heard, have a conversation about something positive, something they love. And yeah. I was fucking it up by telling myself a story about well what if you sound like an idiot and like like it's gonna be okay like don't talk over like cash i'm like i have to get a hold of myself like yeah look at the fucking story you're ruining a possible good time before it even fucking happens that's so funny but it it, it tracks with the movie thing right like Mm -hmm. watching movies a different way based on like how they were introduced or what you how personal they are or whatever you know there's some attachment to it or whatever you know yeah i think i should i should do a better job of like introducing the idea of the podcast i think i mean not to say that i think i did a bad job but i i really want to no, like i'm I wanna... sorry if I <laughs> no no i just want to make sure that like you realize that the like i'm just doing this as an excuse to talk to people like i just this is all about you oh, and it's i amazing. like you I... know 
yeah. it's, it's not about yeah. the audience or anything. Like, I don't care about any of that, I really. Know. It's, it's but, just but typical, but typical fucking anxious asshole I am. What did I do? Instead of just seeing <laughs> it for what it was and having fun, I tried to ruin it, Joseph. I tried I to ruin it. Oh, I tried to ruin it. Yeah. Well, but, it's, you know, I... <laughs> I'm, I'm the exact same way. I would do the exact same thing. I'm sure. I'm still, like, I still do the same thing, even though it's I tell funny, my... though. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious when you say it out loud because it sounds so fucking dumb, but it's true. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, it's sometimes it's sometimes yeah sometimes it's uh powerful to say Simple the story, story like just say say things out loud when you right. like the stupid things they go on in your head say them out loud right but honestly like i've had my mental health issues and stuff and mm-hmm. you know and <laughs> again where the stories we tell ourselves we are and we might not even realize why we have the story. So it goes a level deeper, right? Yeah. So like, it's easy just to listen to the story. And that's the sort of like, man, sometimes that story is not so nice and you don't even realize it and it can pummel you, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's like, how do you call it? Um, death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. You know, like it's all micro shit. It's not, not one big event or like, you know, you fucking stub your toe on a bad day. It's the worst <laughs> fucking thing. Just destroy everything yeah. you come across like yeah, for the next five minutes. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Falling Down? Yeah. Fucking, I want to dress as that for Halloween. I want a briefcase <laughs> with just an apple in it. I really do. And like the broken yes. glasses. Yeah. That's what, that yes. made, that's what that made me think of. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm definitely, there's some days where I'm definitely that close to like just. <laughs> I, I've compared myself to that character many a time during my corporate, <laughs> corporate career foray. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is, um, yeah, well, sometimes those things can be helpful though. Cause whenever I, um, when I'm in a bad place like that, it's like, it's helpful for me to remind yeah. myself like that it's not as, you know, it could be worse if, if I, I don't know, it's, it's helpful for me to think about like just completely losing it and just going completely insane. Cause that makes me realize like, well, I'm fine. I don't have to do that. Like I, I can just chill. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and honestly, sometimes it comes down to like, cause I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you know, well, even if it's something like you gotta get done laundry done today, that would be like a fucking mountain to climb for no fucking reason. And mm-hmm. the second I re- let myself relax, like we talked about permission to relax, laundry will get done without me realizing it as part of me lazing around. It's so funny how that works. All that little story being told about, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I. I struggle with it, but it goes back to why I love stories so much because making the realization that like, cause it's so easy in the moment, isn't it? Cause like when you're in a, you know, in a reflective mood or you're having a chat like this, it's easy to fucking hindsight 2020 and all that shit. Of course, maybe yeah. we should, maybe we should lose that phrase after our 2020, right? but I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's easy to have a nice reflective chat, but in the moment, fucking a lot of these lessons do get, and that's why I'm trying to get to even in the moment you know, being able to say, no, you can change the story or you can tweak it or do whatever with it. Yeah. Like, because mentally that's helping me a ton because you know what? It's (laughs) basically what it's doing. It's reminding me how much I love stories and how much they can help or hurt. Right. Yeah. What you're telling yourself, but it's also making me, (laughs) it's making me think like a kid again in the storytelling and the story Mm -hmm. listening. Because yeah. if I'm now thinking about different stories for different things, I'm attaching it to other things I see. So I see a tree, I fuck around and tell a different, you know, you know, make a, make something. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like a kid again, and honestly, it's making me a better adult. Like, yeah, 
I'm freeing myself a little bit of those mental health issues by remembering that stories are fun or can be, or mm-hmm. they can fuck you up. And <laughs> you just got to just listen to the story. It's so hard though. Cause in yeah. the moment, man, nothing, cause look, it's fight or flight and fuck the lessons. I'm, I'm in self-preservation mode. Yeah. So it, the only story there is fucking get rid of whatever's immediately in front of me, you know? Yeah. Have you ever um, done like cognitive behavioral therapy? Oh, that's exactly what I've been doing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's what it sounds I, like. Yeah. Um, and very consciously and, and, and it's got lots to not just have it, but also the people you surround yourself with, like, you know, this concept mm-hmm. of the podcast you're doing, which is great because look at what you did. It's talking, it's not quite, it's not complaining. It's not <laughs> venting. What is it? You're talking about something we love. Yeah. So it's fucking cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Stories. Ooh, I like stories. I want to talk about that. Like mm-hmm. Joseph, what a great platform you put together for that. <laughs> and like, like, and, and you know what the other thing is like, you know, a lot of us do have a lot of angst and insecurity from growing up for not being, not being heard and you've set yeah. the platform to also feel heard about something mm-hmm. we love like holy shit what a great combo i wish yeah. I, I might remind you i also try to ruin as i mentioned <laughs> previously mentioned well it's i mean yeah like really the whole point of this is one i like to talk to people about things they like and Beautiful. two like i i like to give people the opportunity to talk about things in a in a like i mean i said it's it's all about the two of us this conversation i don't really care about the audience but it's nice to to sometimes oh. share your share your thoughts with an audience and know that some people are are going to listen and have a platform like yeah. you said to to yeah. share just share a bit of yourself because i find that it's it can be really tough to share who you really are with people and in oh, just God, a, yeah. like in a pure oh. way and like tell because Sincere connections are hard to come by. We do meet people in walks of life, whether it's work or organization we're with. And like, sometimes I like, I I got myself wondering, like how sincere are my connections with these people really outside of that context? Like, you know, we talked about it a little bit, right? How like you and I, yeah, we'd met, right? And Mm -hmm. like I met Ali before because she helped us produce that show. And then Mm -hmm. I met you and then we'd have conversations, but nothing like, you know, it was just like, hello, hi in the bars. Yeah. and like uh, all I miss, that shit but, i miss going to bars <laughs> i know right but like i i am almost i almost feel like the pandemic was a blessing because it slows stuff down where i could actually connect with people like because i felt like i knew what you did i knew like you I remember we ran in fuck i was interviewing a highland you i ran into you mm-hmm. right oh, yeah. yeah oh i didn't even remember that but now i remember that I yeah just, so it was kind of like that all right i don't need to talk to this guy i i i I felt a kindred spirit, so to speak. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But when was the chance, right? I'm busy, caught up in bullshit that I was causing myself. And, <laughs> and you know, you're busy. And, like, you know what I mean? But so, you know, it's funny. <laughs> you know, you know. here's the thing about, like, you know, you said about cognitive behavior therapy is giving yeah. oneself time, permission to create these stories in a safe place, basically meaning play. Mm-hmm make playtime yeah like, and that can mean whatever the fuck you want it to mean do you know what i mean you can yeah. take an improv but, with other people like do something but to have playtime. have have time that's like just dedicated to not all your own neuroses and your own like right. self-doubt or whatever it is or your own anxiety like just have time that's like whatever. this is this is when you're supposed to be just like safe. playing relaxing feel safe to play 
yeah. feel safe to be silly, feel safe to play. And like you like this podcast, like, um, you know, I talked to you about it a bit. I, I've been creating some connections since I got back out in Lakewood here. Cause I'm kind of rebooting for the freaking thousand time that feels like <laughs> in life. But yeah. Um, but um, I've started really cre- like I write for pressure life and that came around for me being sincere about who I wanted to be by just getting out in the comedy scene. I mm-hmm. happened to meet someone, you know, that, it's not the universe it's action that's sincere like those yeah. doors were always fucking there yeah. we just happen to be seeing them now and mm-hmm. you know but that takes intent and action right and it just kind of yeah. happened that way and mm-hmm. i'm telling you realizing that oh, my love for stories has increased like despite my neuroses <laughs> increasing because writing is like <laughs> made me face the bullshit i am because i'm like if i'm going to be a writer i'm not gonna i'm gonna have to get my own way and that was like the first thing i had to do like <laughs> do you know what i mean in a sense like of course right at the same time but it's like yeah this is gonna bring out all your stuff loathing isn't it oh, you writing yeah. yeah yeah and i realized that and so that the stories thing like i'm becoming a better story reader and a very better storyteller i feel mm-hmm. and you know my my pressure life stuff i feel like is increased in quality but again back to those connections like so it's enriching me right like the stories i tell myself but then like connecting with people and sharing stories on a more sincere level is just boosting it even more and what it comes down to is having an environment or a platform that people feel safe to connect based on who they are they feel safe to be vulnerable yeah and when you feel safe to be vulnerable you tell yourself the purest stories mm-hmm. or listen to them the purest way yeah you know what i mean like yeah. you because you're both in the way but how do you do that give yourself time by yourself to play sometime you know mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be like exercise or like i because i'm a very regimented stupid cunt who wants everything right right away you gotta and, do it you know you gotta do it on a jungle gym nope. that's the only only way Mon- monkey bars that's Fuck. that's the only that's way to it. play the band, that's it. And it, it, it can mean anything the fuck you want. You can even imagine you're in your living room swinging on monkey bars as you fucking act like one, but do it. Like, and I do. I've done some stupid shit and I feel freer than ever because now it's in space. Even during the day, like not perfect, right? I, I will fucking pace for three hours over a 15 minute task. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. That's yeah. happening. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, yes. Jesus Christ. I have a lot to work or do on myself, but it's helping. It's fucking helping. It's, it's, <laughs> the evidence is there because I'm building more sincere connections along with that better story told path mm-hmm. and getting better stories from better people like yourself. You know what I mean? It, sure. It's, it's a very positive cycle versus that one that can be very negative. If this, cause it's not a lack of a story. It's just sort of, you tell yourself a really bad it's, one and don't realize it. Well, yeah, that's the thing about Because you end up with shit friends that way too, don't you? I mean, I've been through that situation where I ended up with some not so great. They were drinking buddies, but we felt very close and we had a deep, deep bond. Mm-hmm. That was the story I was telling, but, you know, <laughs> there was nothing there. There really yeah. wasn't. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm babbling. Please go. <laughs> well, it's just interesting. Like, there's always a, what you said at the beginning. There's There's always a story around every single thing like every day every good or bad there's always a story and it's all you know a lot of it's what you tell yourself but i'm i'm curious cuz um i know you mentioned you writing you're writing for pressure life um i don't think i've ever actually seen any of your anything that like what kind of stuff do you write oh brother and this is the beautiful thing this is love stories yeah like through this gig right mm-hmm. i've been able to like, and I had to go find my own stories, but it forced me to, right? So yeah. I've written articles about 
a politician. Like I'm kind of friends with the mayor of Newburgh Heights, Trevor Elkins now through that. Wow. Um, I've done a couple of, uh, a few artist spotlight type stories okay. about local artists who I'm friends with now also. And they're absolutely enriching my life because I needed a new circle. I'm, I'm in now, you know, I feel like in that way, mm-hmm. like, and like, uh, I've written an article on um, bondage and the local scene around BDSM. Wow. Uh, I, I, I went to a real dungeon and checked it out. There was some shit that made my dick go right inside into <laughs> my stomach because that's just not right. But, you know, some people enjoy it and to each their own. It's their dick, not mine. Um, but I don't want it done that way. Thank yeah, you. Sure. Um, that kind of shit. But, like, it's fun because look, and look, I, <laughs> Uh, two years prior right three years prior like i'm just this it manager it project manager right at fucking corporate job yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like live in the suburbs drinking at fucking strong's or paninis and i was bored <laughs> as fuck with my life and <laughs> trying since like 2015 to get out of that and made a lot of mistakes doing it but well, i'm here now and it's again back to the stories like it's different i, I wouldn't ne- if i told myself three years ago yeah you would be here right now and you've written this and that, and I'll be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, go to, <laughs> like, seriously. Like, wow. it happened. Do you know what I mean? Because I started changing the story I was telling myself, mm-hmm. and it made me a better storyteller. And so, and I've done a science article on on a local ecosystem. Well, before the pandemic, at least, I don't know how it shaped it's in now, but biomimicry, <laughs> looking at science for inspiration around. Uh, uh, solutions and in, uh, in in product design and such. Wow, you know, um, like you know the Swiffer sweeper thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, there were some elements of that where they look at the whales and how they swept up fish and who, like the other fish came behind and like took the other parts and like wow, it's just crazy. Like and and uh, looking at color in nature and how like how is nature producing color? How can we? You know, Sherwin Williams was heavily involved in and how mm. can we produce better color through the mechanisms that nature uses? Wow. You know, that kind of thing. It's so – Joseph, I'll send you that. <laughs> Listen, my point is look at the stories I was exposed to and look yeah. at what it's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it made me realize everything's a fucking story. And uh, one way or the other, ourselves, outside, in, whatever. And it's it's fascinating. And yeah. it's enriching. It's, it's making me feel like a kid again because I'm exploring things that I'm outside of that, you know that life that I was having that I was obviously not fulfilled, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Every, all those things that you're, that you're getting to write about sound incredibly, like you said, enriching and, and uh, kind of world expanding in a way. Um, oh yeah. I, do, love, so, I love info. I love stories. Yeah. What better way, what better do, way than to be a writer? Do you ever want to write like fiction or do you like only really want to focus on uh, kind of real world stuff? I'll tell you what, my romanticized version of me, yeah is one of those fucking fiction writers do you know uh-huh. what i mean yeah like heavily like you're clever you're funny you're this that that prideful kind of like <laughs> my my magnum opus is somewhere floating within me you know that kind of shit sure. but i have to i have to let that go and here's why because it'll happen if it needs to and i do have a love for fiction writing i always did mm-hmm. it will it, it, it there's different shit coming out of me right now and it's okay <laughs> And it's also, but it's also, I'm working through some stuff and it's coming out of my writing. You know what I mean? I can see that. Mm-hmm. Not directly, like, you know, it's not total therapy. You know what I mean? But yeah. obviously, so I'm going to let it flow natural because I do have some fictional shit scribbled down here and there. But um, 
Yeah. Oh, well, I want everything at once. I want instant gratification, Joseph. God I, damn it. I know. I know how you feel. And do you know what that does to me? It makes me do nothing. And now I'm fucking procrastinating. Yeah. I have a deadline this Sunday. I have, oh, I'm already like dreading it. And I'm like, part of me slapping me in the face, being like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. What yeah. is wrong with you? Like, like <laughs> just piss this out already. Like, Jesus. Like, like, you know how it goes. Again, the stories I'm telling myself. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Did you ever do any, like, um, I know uh, when things were open, there was a story club in Cleveland where people would go up and, and tell stories about, like, just from their lives, just personal stories. Yes. Did, did you ever do no, that? I no, I didn't, but I know about it. And I know yeah. Ali did it at yeah. one point. Mm-hmm. saw her name pop up one time but i've been following him and dana norris right is the yes. one who runs that yeah, yeah. she's i took a class by her and she's one and it was just <laughs> lo and behold it was a storytelling class like <laughs> that's what it was about storytelling yeah yeah right? like and that's why i'm like yeah let's do this like got mm-hmm. in that class it was very good i really enjoy dana's teachings like it was awesome yeah uh, but no that that's actually on a list of mine to do in 2021 like nice. knock it out already because it's like i've seen the topics i'm like that would be good that would be good that would be good and it's like well you know i do like being in my head i'm quite the ruminator and i'm trying to balance better so i'm giving myself goals and such mm-hmm. bullshit and blah but yeah i'm trying to do this this inner child of mine is a fucking dick he's, he's, <laughs> absolute dick he will twist things so many different ways he's a clever little cunt and he's really annoying too and if you corner him he gets really angry and so i'm trying with him i'm trying god damn i'm trying <laughs> that's that's really funny that's i we're mean that's... To, we're, we're trying to tell ourselves better stories do you know what i mean like no, well part of, i mean part of the reason i i wanted to start this podcast i think was to get some of that out from that's in me just my desire yeah. to share things and and this is like playtime for me right now and i appreciate you for it thank you yeah it's i'm glad that i'm i honestly like i consider this a success if the guest enjoys their time like that's that's the only criteria yeah. i have for success so if if you're having a good time then then we're doing a good job i am indeed i hope i didn't ramble too too much like, no no I, we are yeah we are getting uh i think a little close to the end here but i have uh a, sure. a few more a few more kind of um rapid fire questions um Let's do it. so if you could only have one form of story for the rest of your life which would you choose like books movies tv comics whatever it might be only one form of story or like you know whatever what what would you choose oh fuck man that is a sophie's choice and a half isn't it that's like a fucking like fool it's yeah it's tough yeah uh i've got to go with the written word because it seems to last do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. it just seems to last and even if it's in computer form right it's the written word yeah um imagery is nice like written word ah can't i'm not allowed to pick two just pictures i'm not allowed <laughs> yeah fuck you joseph that's a, that's a question it's uh, theoretical yeah, uh, of course it is but you see the anxiety you caused no i'm just joking oh <laughs> uh, no no but honestly i think i would have to go with the written word and i yeah but i hate giving up the others but i think i'd have to go I mean, look at the Voyager when they sent that out. They put everything in there, audio, like yeah, 
they did all that shit. Like, didn't they put fucking TV show shit in there too? Like, they put TV shows on the fucking. Yeah, actually, that's that's funny. I, um, because usually on the show I'll ask people for like desert island. Like, if you're on a desert island, what would you bring? But I think I'm going to change this question and say if you were to choose what went out on the Voyager. Like what books would you put on? What movies would you put? What like what would you put on that that would share hum- humanity with an alien species? Not the Bible. Not the Bible. <laughs> or, or any kind of religious text. No religion. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we just get uh, oh, fucking out? Like, am I about to, allowed to be clever by saying um, entire uh, uploading the entire Smithsonian Library into a disc and putting it on there? <laughs> I mean, that's that's not. I mean, you could say that, but that's not very fun. That's that's. Boring. I know. <laughs> I know. I was trying to get out of it, Joseph. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> Well, you, oh, let's. So you have an infinite amount of space, but you have to choose specific things. Oh, uh, how many do you? How many? Like, did you got to yeah. give a limit? Because my brain's going fucking crazy. No, I, w- I want to hear any anything that comes to mind. Like the first thing that comes to mind, and then just keep games, going. games, books, yeah. um, like games and books, right? Like, what kind like of games? Ah, uh, fuck! I think you'd have to put very simple games in there, like even the paddle with the ball. Like mm-hmm. you'd have to include that as well as video games, show them how far it's come. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let them connect. Yeah. The dots. Leave, mm-hmm. I guess it, what it's about is leaving them that the, the right, not the right dots, but enough dots to connect that would shape a picture, a story perhaps. Yeah. Um, um, so like video games, books, right. And mm-hmm. what books, God, like fiction <laughs> and nonfiction, right. Yeah. Architectural drawings of our buildings and cities, Ooh. obviously atlases, globes, topography maps, geology stuff. <laughs> you know the makeup of our human body and the all the textbooks yeah like all that yeah shit. yeah um you know that would that would provide a great picture like you know that's history and all that stuff like and then uh god what else yeah i mean that's that's fuck- the yeah a bunch of i would hey lo and behold i would actually load it with a fucking bunch of stories yeah you know like <laughs> yeah you know it makes sense um, I don't know how sorry. Yeah, I skirted myself as much as I could around that one. <laughs> Hopefully I gave you an actual answer. Yeah, definitely. I th- I think it's a it's a fun <laughs> it's a fun question to consider you know how Great you one. would represent all of humanity. I but oh, I love it. Yeah. It's well it's interesting because there's you know, there's you kind of went with the you're representing all of humanity. You could also go with like representing yourself and what you would like like yeah. share but but i think you, you went a good route there and and shared like well yeah sense, very yeah, sensible trust me. oh my god <laughs> if their entire picture is humanity was based on me we're in a lot of fucking trouble <laughs> like oh that would be so unfair of me if they <laughs> but then again we might not get fucked with because like no these people They're are just fucking like nuts. we're out of here it's just, yeah, I'm, just, just I'm just i'm picturing like yeah. an entire photo album just pictures of you like <laughs> it's yeah, like all like, of this <laughs> it's like he he seems welcoming, but it's not worth it. It's, 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 it's there's something off about this character. Yeah, we just will put, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put the yeah yeah. Put it this way: I I would never do humanity the disservice <laughs> of uploading that as the picture of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe we can maybe we can put this 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 podcast episode on there. That could that could be reasonable. Fuck yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, just a, just a couple more things for you here. Um, I know we talked a lot about a lot of different stories, but 
Um, are there any other 10 out of 10 things that come to mind on that topic? Like um, whether it's a, a, you know, music album or like a restaurant or a type of food or like, I mean, literally anything, any other 10 out of 10. Things yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, I do love um, soccer, especially Liverpool mm-hmm. football club, because it's not about the sport so much. And then mm. like, it, it's the nostalgia it brings back in me. Cause yeah. like here, when I moved here in 92, right from England, I was like, like months shy of 14. Right. And mm. so I turned 14 Tough time and to then move. 92. So no internet. Right. So I'm caught off from the world. Yeah. My world. What I knew as my world. Wow. You know, so, you know, every now and then in the plain dealer, there'd be like a little box score in the sports <laughs> section for a score in the Premier League from like a week ago. Wow. But no, no table or nothing or, you know, like, you know, standings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And like, and I would actually write some of my friends back in England letters and that kind of fell off, you know, I went to college very soon after 95, you know, I went, went off to college. Yeah. Um, and so uh yeah so i just you know i'm off and then the internet comes around and start reconnecting but then you know it's funny how the world's changed it's so small now because now i go to old angle to watch a big liverpool match and there's a whole lfc cleveland supporters group (laughs) with a bunch of americans who started it one has a story about how fucking his case western roommates when shut the fuck up at all hours and he just had to see what was going on and he fell in love with the team and blah 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 wow. and what a great story though what, what, what a great fucking story and everyone's got their fucking story about how they came to live like be a Liverpool fan I'm like where the fuck were you like 30 years ago you cunts like or 28 whatever it was like it was so lonely but it's so nice because it's like in a way like it's made Cleveland feel like home, you know, I get mm-hmm. that a little bit. And during the world cup, there are so many English guys that like came in and out, like run business and stuff. And mm-hmm. one of them's from Liverpool, right? George's name is, he's a scouser, proper scouser, Liverpool <laughs> guy. And like, so when Liverpool wins um, last year, like I'm fucking in tears, like it's 30 <laughs> years and shit. And it's just memories come flooding back a childhood. And it's not just about the team, you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And like, and at the time, I'm with a girlfriend. I just we just fucking hate each other. But thank God she gave me space to drink and enjoy this for a bit at least. Um, but he, I get a random phone call, like, and from Facebook Messenger, and it's like audio call. And I, it's George. He's calling me from Liverpool. He's like, "How are you, mate?" I'm like, "I'm alright. Are you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I knew you'd want to hear from a scouser." I was like, "Oh, it was just so fucking nice. It, it, it just." It was joyful. I felt pure joy. Yeah. He's a guy from Liverpool calling me after Liverpool won. And like, I'm having all these nostalgic thoughts about childhood in England and growing up like English schoolboy, basically. Like, mm-hmm. And so it was a beautiful moment. That's why I love Liverpool so much because it does remind me of a time when I was free and it brings back a lot of childhood free nostalgia, you know, mm-hmm. like, like it was really fun back in the day like pretending to be one of the players and acting mm-hmm. out like winning something you know and yeah. didn't ne- like we would like eat all this english food we would up like pieces of paper and like put tape around them <laughs> and fuck around with like parents would get pissed like we get kicked out w- what were called garage courts where just basically big courtyard and all the you know garages are there but you know the ball bangs against them and shit right <laughs> get yelled at all the fucking time god <laughs> Right, but yeah, it brings back all that shit. So Liverpool FC is, you know, you asked me to pick something very specific, but then I went (laughs) super broad because 
<laughs> Fuck you, ask your questions, Joseph. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great answer. Fantastic answer. Uh, and then the, the last thing, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to promote right now? Oh, fuck uh, you and um, 100%. No, I just want to plug um, having great conversations like this because that, that, um, that's what I meant by that. And uh, yeah, I mean, please just, yeah, I write for Pressure Life, et cetera, et cetera. I'll throw some shit stuff out there with uh, Imposters Theater, which is fucking loaded with talent. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like so many good people right yeah and you're you know like and they're producing stuff on a regular basis and i've been fortunate and lucky enough to contribute like a piece here um and hopefully more in the future and mm -hmm. um other than that let's just you know i know a lot of people in the creative community are well not a lot but like who will hear this <laughs> likely in the creative community but just keep supporting each other where you can you know mm -hmm. it's hard it's fucking hard so promote each other where you can and hopefully we get back to going to shows and shit and being yeah. able to do it in person. You know, that's, I guess that's all I have to plug Joseph really. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great when we can get back to it. I look forward to seeing you do some story club stuff at some point. Um, oh yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, it's, it's been uh, fantastic talking to you. Um, thanks oh, so much. Thank thanks you. so much for doing this. <laughs> it was my absolute pleasure. Like I had so much fun. Thank you for like making this platform so we can just <laughs> chat and play and like feel like fucking stupid kids just bantering about stuff yeah. that we like it's it's fun uh hopefully uh um enjoyed it and and thanks to everybody listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>